Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of BJ Shea's Geek Nation, Holiday Edition! Yeah! I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me, surprisingly, is BJ Shea. Unbelievable! I really don't believe it. Is he a hologram? It's nope. a holiday miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Tim, I told you it would happen. I'm oh. so happy. Oh, we have no food for you or your family. My food. The but Tiny Tim over there family. is Joey D. Tiny Joe. Tiny Joe. Ah, Hello. <laughs> well, on today's, I don't know, miracle episode. <laughs> holiday edition. Holiday edition. We will talk Inside Job Season mm. 2. The Doctor Who special, including Jody's last episode. A spirited movie review from BJ Shea. Ah. Vicky will and BJ will also talk the Guardians X-Men special and the Walking Dead finale. And of course, a holiday geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Gonna have our blogs, podcasts, and more. Ah. Or just, you know, search BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. Up, up, up. And you'll find us. That's where we are. That's where you can find us. Yes. Well, about a year ago, BJ and I got together on the old couch around this time, and we watched the first episode of season one of Inside Job. Yes, I we did. departed after that episode, but you two kept on, BJ finishing season one, and now season two is over, and Vicky, I have heard you have finished season of two. Of course I have. How was season two? So Inside Job was one of my many comfort shows like always playing in the background as I'm falling asleep as I'm cooking as I'm whatever because I, I shift through like five five different shows at the moment I'm so happy because I don't ever really suggest shows that Vicky like thinks are fantastic mm-hmm. I mean she'll go I'll get to it I'll get to it and I'm like oh here's a show I'm not sure Vicky knows right. about and it's so it makes me so happy to think Vicky added it to her collection mm-hmm. of comfort well, yeah, because not all adult animated shows are created equal, and not all adult animated shows, even though I love that genre, are not great. Like Farzar on Netflix, that was just Whoops. not, I didn't even finish it, it was not good. Um, yeah, anywho, but no, it is definitely one of my favorites. I'm bummed that I don't feel like more people know about it, because anytime I try to bring it up or do any searches on it, a lot of people don't really get it. Uh, but I feel like it's up everyone's alley, whether you are a conspiracy theorist or whether you think conspiracy theories are funny. They mention all of them throughout both seasons. And second season was just as fun. I just felt like some seasons are like, oh, they kind of drop off. You're like, oh, what are they doing with these characters? But you kind of explore a little bit more on the characters. And it's just just as ridiculous as it was previously. Well, BJ, you saw one episode. Yeah, what I you know I I, I did uh, the first se- of the second season, and it gave me exactly what the first season did. Uh, I love uh, Lizzie Kaplan, who plays the the voice that plays uh, Reagan Ridley, and uh, of course her dad is Christian Slater, mm-hmm. who is Randy Ridley. And this season is fun. It starts off basically her dad, who for the most of last season was just a guy that used to be important in her organization, but eh, is just kind of a loser, just sitting around in his bathrobe doing nothing. Well, season two, he's now in charge of all of it, and she's <laughs> pissed because like I don't want to work for my dad. Well. Okay. He stole her promotion. She was supposed to be the one in charge. <gasps> that also was a thing that was like really funny. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you not only am I taking over, but that was supposed to be for you. Whoops. It's like you're just too young to really be in this position. So we're going to have it to be to somebody else. 
yeah. there's so many great voice actors on this. Uh, and, and so it's very, very fun to, uh, to, to see that. And the animation is good. The stories are good. Uh, and, and the fact that both Vicky and I like the show, I think, says a lot because, you know, Vicky, Vicky's a big Big Mouth fan. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I like Big Mouth, not as much as she does, but I do. Uh, uh, human Resources, I love Big Mouth, but Human Resources is much better. So she likes to, how about that? Watch, even, watch, about that? watch Human Resources, people. So yeah, there's a so it, it but it's a fun show. I, I I think it's well done, well written, and boy, you know you gotta you gotta love that when when they do anything like that. You really care for the characters. There are moments of feels, and I think that's pretty awesome too. Like it's still relatable. So, yeah, season one or season two, which was better? Mm. Oh well, I've only seen it once so far. Believe it or not, Ooh. I have not seen it multiple times yet. Because I was trying to get to some other shows and, you know, finish off so I can maybe discuss here on the podcast. But I definitely will be watching it again. It still has that magic of it's new. So I kind of want to say season two is better, but I, I don't want to answer that yet. And you're going to hear a familiar voice if you're a Stranger Things 4 fan, uh, Brett Gilman, uh, who was uh, who, who's basically, I don't the know. Conspiracy the conspiracy theory, dude. Yeah, on Stranger Things. Yes. He plays a mushroom. Uh, a mushroom. He and plays they, a mushroom in this show. Mike. Yeah. So they call him Magic Mike. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so I can't watch Stranger Things now without hearing Magic Mike and some of the awful things he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of good a lot of good people and he uh, plays Murray in yes. Stranger Things Murray. that's who it is there you go thank you yeah Murray. how do I forget Murray's name right yeah, but I did uh, but yeah definitely check it out if don't watch it with the kids there's a lot of swearing are there any <laughs> plans for a season three yet so I'm looking it doesn't really say anything confirmed however when you go into IMDb it says like continuous. So it says 2021 to continuous, and it looks like when you go through the episode guide, you can pick through season three. Oh. But, I mean, obviously there's nothing on there yet, but it gives you the option to see season three. So that kind of gives me hope. Awesome. Well, I mean, it sounds like you guys definitely want a season three. Yes, please. Well, all right then. Only time will tell. But I have a feeling good things are coming for you guys in season three. Yes. Moving along. BJ. Yes, sir. This is the biggest... Nerdy thing that I think I'm not into, which is weird because I would have expected to have gotten into it at some point. Hmm. Doctor Who. Yeah, you tried. This this was a real bonding thing with my sister, uh, yeah, your sister and me, <laughs> uh, and we did this uh, over 15 years ago. I because you and I were the TV people, and I really didn't do anything like that with your sister. And I thought, well, I like sci-fi. What am I going to find? And I thought, well, maybe maybe this would be a show I can watch with her. And so when Doctor Who was rebooted by Russell uh, Russell T Davies, that's when I that's back in 2005. So, yeah, geez, 17 years ago, um, she and I took to it. And we tried to bring you in, but you were like, no, nah, it's just, yeah, no. Nah, it's not my jam. Yeah. Um, but it's been my jam. And then Sarah's fallen off the wagon a little bit. I, I don't think she was a, a big fan of the last two doctors. It just didn't grab her. You know, you got an old guy and you got a woman. And if you're a person that really dug the young looking men with Matt Smith and David Tennant, yeah, I can understand that. And even, you know, Chris Eccleston might have been sexy to you. You're probably not going to dig an old dude or a woman. Everyone's got their soft spot. Yeah. I, of course, myself love Peter Capaldi because he was basically an old guy like me who was crap. Uh, <laughs> gotta love a crabby doctor. Uh, and I also thought Jodie Whittaker killed it. I really liked her doctor. And finally, this last episode, she gets a little praise. I mean, people have been hating on this series for a while. I don't understand why, because... Oh, nerds complaining about something? Yeah, that never happens. Yes, okay, sure. 
they did some things. Yes, they kind of effed with Canon a little bit. Yes, they surely went in a direction that no one ever thought of. And I don't know. I don't hate it as much. I kind of like it, to be honest with you. It it makes sense to me logically because basically what they did is they made you realize whether or not they want this not to be canon or not, that the Doctor is not actually part of the alien race we thought she was. They oh. did that last year. But the, the Doctor was a renegade. And so, and the other, you know, the other, the other time lords we've seen, whether it be N Mass or the Master or the Ronnie uh, or all the other time lords, they are kind of jerks. But the Doctor was different, and now we, you know, they finally showed us why the Doctor is not a uh, time lord. Is not from Gallifrey. The Doctor, and you know, and they basically showed, said, hey, the Doctor also was kind of abused and and tortured and experimented on by time lords so that they could steal her ability to regenerate and live as long as she lives. So this last episode was Jody's last episode, The Power of the Doctor. It was cool. They had a lot of old other doctors on there, including David Bradley, who uh, has done a job recreating the first doctor. Uh, Peter Davidson, who uh, was the fifth doctor. Sylvester McCoy, who you remember as uh, Radagast the Brown in The Lord of the Rings. Sylvester McCoy was a doctor. Uh, Is he the eighth doctor? Might be. My numbers are all over the place. Maybe he was the seventh doctor, actually. Uh, And Paul McGann was in it, who was the eighth doctor, who only had a movie. Colin Baker was the sixth doctor, who was the Krabby Doctor before Peter Capaldi's Krabby Doctor. So they were all in it. I'm like, all right, this is a really cool episode. They had uh, Sasha Dewan, who, uh, and I hope I'm saying your name right, uh, Sasha. Um, he plays the master, who, one of the best masters ever. And that's tough to do since uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez played Missy, who was also the master in Capaldi's run. And I thought she was fantastic. I mean, you know, Michelle Gomez. No, thank you. Michelle Gomez. I was Gomez. like, Michelle Rodriguez? I didn't know this was Fast and the Furious. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's uh, back. You know what? Because the Master, they're all family. Yes. You know, that's the important thing. So, yes. Yeah, so, they all played, I mean, great. And a couple of companions came back. Uh, and uh, Sophie Aldred, who plays Ace, and Janet Fielding, who plays Tegan. Uh, Bo, one from Peter Davidson's era and one from uh, Sylvester McCoy's era. Now, is this a special, like they do the December episodes? Last episode, no. This so, was, it was like a combination This was... This was they, she did three specials this year. Oh, wow. That was going to be her last season. So this happened actually, uh, when was the date? It wasn't a December thing because it happened. We just, I haven't been able to talk about it. Uh, it happened in October. Oh, wow. Okay. So that so it's been a while. Yeah. But this was the end. This was where Jody said goodbye and regenerated. The real shocker is that usually you regenerate into the new doctor, who we know is going to be Chutigatwa from Sex Education. So um, he plays Eric on that show. I was, so I was like, okay, let's, because Chuti just kills it on his. I'm like, I, I would love to see what he does with the doctor. We did not see her regenerate into to Chuti. She regenerated into David Tennant. Interesting. Yeah. And so you're like, what? Don't, and, doesn't Doctor Who usually have a Christmas special? Yeah. Well, in this current edition, which they turned it into a New Year's special. But yeah, there. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's going to be a holiday special this year. I'm not sure. Because that'd be cool if it was David Tennant's holiday special that then leads you to the next season. Yeah, there's going to be a few David Tennant episodes. Oh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Uh, and also uh, the character of Donna Noble, who's been who's played by Catherine Tate. So she's the runaway bride. They so they're going to get together, and we don't know exactly what's going on. We don't know why she regenerated back into this version. Also, the weird thing is, is when a doctor regenerates, their body regenerates, and they're usually in the clothing of the last doctor. Is you know because the clothing's not part of you. She regenerated completely, clothing at all into and at all into 
the David Tennant doctor. So we're like, what is going on? Even, and he did his trademark, what? What? <laughs> what? And he, I loved what he did is that as when she regenerated into him, he did a callback to one of his first lines when he regenerated, uh, when he when Christopher Eccleston regenerated him. He was like, he, was, he swished his tongue around his mouth and he says, I know these teeth. Because the first thing he said before was, hmm, new teeth. That's weird. Interesting. So it sounds like they left you with a cliffhanger for the next season. Yeah, it's a total cliffhanger. And, of course, I think they're trying to revitalize the franchise. Russell T. Davies is now back as the showrunner. So what does he do? He brings back David Tennant. The ratings were not good. and so. Uh, but Disney Plus has also acquired the rights to distribute Doctor Who outside of England, outside of the U.K. So they're going to get more budget. Apparently, they're going to get lot, like, lots more money per episode. So we'll see what this show becomes. And... Um, I'm excited they introduced the new, the, who will be one of the new companions for Chuti. Uh, Millie Brown, Millie, Billy Brown, Bibby Brown. I don't know, I don't know the actress. Millie Bobby name. Brown? I know. It's, it's, <laughs> she's got a great English name. Uh, I think her name is Ruby Sunday or something like that, the character, Aww. but I forget who the uh, actor is. Uh, so I'm excited. I don't know. Like Vicky said, will the nerds be excited? But I think everyone's got to be slightly excited that Tenet's back, at least for nostalgia. I do have one little thing. You did say Michelle Rodriguez, and you did say. Um, you know, nerds being unhappy. I have to give a shout out to a drifting nerd. He sent us a link to the poster for the new Dr- uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, movie, Honor Among Thieves. Oh, the one with Chris Pine. Oh, is she in it? No, Michelle. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez is not Michelle Gomez. My brain, but uh, it is such an awful poster. Oh, oh really? Gosh. I think I could have done better with my uh, Photoshop app. Oh no! It is just not. It oh, is wow. so. It looks like you know when you see those movie posters that are from a different country. That didn't, like, you just mush it all together. This is the real poster for the new movie. You're like, no, it's not even filmed yet. How can you have the poster? That's what it looks like. Are you sure they released that? Yes. Okay, then. Whoops. Yes, they did. All right, It then. is real bad. So go do yourselves a favor and check it out and uh, tell me what you think. Well, moving on to something that won't make uh, nerds uh, angry, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Xmas yes! special. We talked a little bit about it, but, I, man, I cannot stop getting more information on my social medias about this movie. People are loving it. Why oh, you, have, you haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it. Why not? I, honestly, I just time. I haven't sat, you know, before the holidays is always so busy for us. And, you know, I kind of like to save that pick-me-up till afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to watch it then. But I hear only good things with, I think this is a Dax and, uh, oh my gosh. My- Mantis. Mantis storyline. Something involving Peter Quill a little bit, but not yeah. really. He's he's in it a bit, but a little bit, and uh, like all the guardians are in it uh, for the uh, except capacity. except for uh, Gamora. Gamora. Uh, but yeah, it's basically it's a it's it's a buddy cop movie, if you will, but with Mantis and with Dax. And I hear the best part is it's like Drax. only less than an hour, right? I believe so. Forty-five minutes. See, that's that's what they should be when they're specials. Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> forty-one minutes. Oh, it's even mm-hmm. even shorter. Uh, it ninety-two uh, percent the tomato meter, eighty-two percent audience score. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it starts off with a little animation. That, but don't let that fool you. That's that, that's just a, that's a flashback scene. Got it. Uh, but I, I I watched it with your, with with your mom, and I'm like, well, I hear this is a good movie. And of course, I saw all the trailers, and all the trailers were live action. We start the movie, and it starts with animation. And she, I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. I'm going, I I I no, it's not supposed to be animated. I don't understand what's going on. We'll make it. It's just, a, but it's a flashback scene that. Does, so the the movie will be live action. Awesome. What do you guys think of it? so cute it's, it is it's so well, sweet it is a cute movie it, it it's what spirited should have thought about uh-oh <laughs> yeah oh, we're gonna talk about yeah. that after i That's mean there I was a musical say. scene by the old 97s i believe the band is and they're in great new christmas song is all oh, i'm yeah. saying Add the, whole, it to christmas the, list. the whole soundtrack and stuff it it's just so so many feels i feel like this is going to have to be the new classic 
Because I feel like Elf, when it came out, nobody knew that was going to be a classic Christmas movie. You never know when these come out. You think of, what is it, the Miracle on 34th Street or whatever, Charlie Brown Christmas. I feel like this is going to be oh, a really? new classic. Wow. Okay, that's the that's big praise right there. Uh-huh. Disney that, knocking it out of the park. I mean, it's yes. hard to do a good Marvel Xmas story, really. Or Have not they Xmas, ever Marvel. done that? Yeah. Mm, that's a good I point. I think this might be the first like live action. I like that Star Wars special. holiday thing they did last year. Uh, I, was the it Le- Lego? It's a Lego. Oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. Lego Star Wars holiday thing was pretty good, but, but it, that obviously isn't live action or no, Marvel. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, that, same company, pretty much everything. Sounds like I got something to do later. But we did mention Spirited, which mm. is a mm, mm. Uh, movie containing yeah holidays, holidays, and a lot of singing. And one of our favorite actors, Ryan Reynolds, and one of my other used to be favorite actors, Will Ferrell. It's a musical. Yeah, and it's, it's too musical apparently, causing BJ pain. <laughs> Yeah. Just a heads up, 70% tomato meter, 83% audience score. For Guardians? For Spirited. Oh, wow. That's better than I would yeah, have thought. I, uh, I, am in the, I, I think that I am in the minority, obviously, with this movie. Uh, the fact that people like this as much as they did, I guess I just don't like musicals because, uh, you know, it, it was too much for me. I just, it took me out of the movie. And it wasn't the, it wasn't great singing. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I have seen great singing over my life in musicals. The, 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 the performance numbers... I'll tell you this. It is hard on TV to watch a musical for me. I'd rather be live watching it. You get so much more of watching something perform musically on stage. It doesn't translate well for me on television, which is why if you do as much as you would do on a Broadway production, it just doesn't. It just falls flat for me. I think this my my tolerance for musical uh, songs on TV is much lower than if I were seeing it live. I haven't seen the movie, but Vicky did show me the video of Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell singing together for a funny little TikTok. TikTok. And that was fun. And that was funny. So I saw yeah. where they were going with it, but like you said, they have to hold almost 90 minutes of singing, and you're saying it did not happen. Oh, the, yeah, the movie's, the movie's two hours. In seven minutes. Yeah, and... And it, yeah, oh, and you said there's 90 minutes of singing in it. Is that what it is? Well, I would assume musical is mostly singing, so it's probably somewhere around there. <laughs> I I would love to time that. That's a good. That was a good because I really, uh, 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 I, I it was. I felt like it was a great story. There were some. Gr- uh, there was some funny moments. Some good acting. There was a. There was a story part in it that I just felt like I didn't think there was any. I didn't think there was any charisma between two characters they were trying to get romantic with. There was just no charisma there. I just didn't feel like, even though they were looking like they wanted to like each other on screen, I wasn't buying it. I didn't think they, they, it just just didn't go for me. And I don't know, maybe Will Ferrell just isn't really good at pulling off the part of looking like he can be in love with somebody. I just don't like, I don't know, Will, I don't, yeah, it's like, Will, I don't, I just, I don't know. I I, I just don't buy it from you, buddy. Um, And, Octavia Spencer just looked out of place. And maybe it was because the character to me, maybe because I just think Octavia Spencer would never be that person. I give her too much credit as too much of a good actor. Like she wouldn't be this way because she's Octavia Spencer and Octavia Spencer is just too good to do these stupid things. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like I did like Eight Crazy Nights, which was almost like an animated musical that Adam Sandler did that was supposed to be funny. But I think that really did okay because it was animated. So you kind of got that you know, disbelief and you had Adam writing jokes essentially for it. The last real musical that I watched was Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield. 
And that worked, in my opinion, because it was serious. Like you said, they could sing. They had a bunch of chops. I knew the actors. It's hard watching two comedians tr- almost try to be serious in the songs when really you just kind of want them to be funny. Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds was okay. I'm not going to say he sang badly, but there were times where I'm like, wow, the auto-tune, Wolf, I don't know. I'm still not. I'm not. here. I'm out. Well, you know, we yeah. tried. I mean, I don't, yeah. can't say I'm going um, to watch it. It is free, though. Is that correct? Yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. If they took a, even look if they if they trimmed forty minutes from this movie, I probably would have liked it. I would have been like, okay, but two hours is just painful when you realize, my God, I don't care about this singing. You're walking in a park. It's not even that. Like there's some musical numbers with great dancers and a thousand people. That's okay, but two people walking in a park singing, I want to be loved to you. <laughs> I wish I could be loved. I'm like, no, I don't care. You're making me wait. Vicky, I think we can both agree we need BJ the musical to hurry oh. up and get on to theaters right now. I mean, I'm yeah. here for it. it. But you know what? We're in the minority because 70% of the critics thought it was good and 80% of the folks. So don't listen to us, I guess. Yeah, when you like the actors and you're getting some for free, you know, yeah, hard to disappoint people. I think the critics and the people are insane. Well, if you don't want to wa- watch Spirited, you can watch a finale of a show that I can't believe is still on TV or was still on TV and that apparently had a million spinoff shows somehow. I stopped in season two. It got 11 mm-hmm. gajillion seasons. The zombies are still probably walking. Yes, that is The Walking Dead. Yeah, a little late on this one myself. and I, I realize it ended you know, in, in November, but I wanted to talk about it because it was the last episode. Really not the last episode. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Here we go. I mean, they ended a story arc, which was cool. It was a good story arc. It's a typical Walking Dead story arc where they basically had to, you know, the society looked like it was a great society to live in with zombies and people figured out how to be cool. But really, they weren't cool, which is what The Walking Dead does best. It shows you that really the true enemy, the true threat of the show was never the zombies. It's always the humans. Ah, the humans. Yeah. And uh, so they did that well. And I think they did. It was a great send off. But yes, we're going to get mini series with um, Maggie and Negan and that's a big deal because Negan killed her boy her man but that she loved so the fact that that story arc has been together and how those two exist with each other the, t- the like the last episode the, the finale it was cool as Maggie finally was able to tell Negan the best she could be with him considering that all those years ago he killed her husband basically and uh, I thought that was done well so you know ch- chops to them and they're going to get a mini series we're going to see what happens uh, I think they're going to go to New York so we're going to see zombies in a big city I am excited for that okay well hey, um, hey, if they got you all hooked on more zombies but also like uh, we're going to see Rick and you remember Rick uh, didn't he die? Yeah, no, he didn't die. We thought people thought he might have died, but okay. he didn't die. Uh, so Rick is still alive, but he was basically kidnapped by some people that nobody knew he was kidnapped. Then Michonne went out to look for him maybe two or three seasons ago in The Walking Dead. We weren't sure if she was still alive. Well, we found out she's still alive. Rick is still alive. And they are just like going to have to find out how to hook up, as it were. Have they figured out how to beat the zombies yet? They got like 11 seasons. Well, the zombies have now learned how to open doors and climb. <laughs> so that's something that, that was at least maybe in some of the other Walking Dead shows this was shown, but this was shown for the first time for us this season, and the last season of the Walking, the regular Walking Dead. So, yeah, there's still Fear the Walking Dead. Then there's another Walking Dead show. I don't know, maybe like, you know, the Crawling gym, Dead. Gymnasts of the Walking Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then there's, uh, then there's going to be this, the, and then Daryl's getting a miniseries because Daryl's now. From the office? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Dixon. That would be great <laughs> if it was Daryl from the office. That'd be fantastic. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, so Daryl Dixon hops on his motorcycle, says, I'll see you, Carol. Carol's like, you're my best friend. I don't know, but I'm Daryl, and I got to go off on my own and get my own series. Um, so he's on his motorcycle, and he's exploring stuff. Hey. And he's going to get his own series. So there's three. There you go. The Rick and Michonne, the Negan and the Maggie, and the Daryl. Hey. All three series sometime. And I'll watch them all. He's a lone man on a motorcycle in a world full of zombies. That's what he is, man. And he's doing it on his own because, yeah, some reason doing it with one person's better than like a whole, even though every episode, a whole group of people were having a hard time surviving. But Daryl's like, oh, I can do it on my own. So on a, a loud-ass motorcycle. Yes. To be, mm, yeah, mm, that's going to work. Stealthy. Yeah. Well, uh, that's three spinoffs. Are you going to watch them? Yes. Wow. No. They got him. I won't watch Fear the Walking Dead. I, they lost me. I, and, and, you know, they have Morgan, who was, a, a, you know, I, I always loved that character from the original War, Walking Dead. They got some good actors in the other one. I just, I tried. I was like, like you, Joe, was like, it does, I, I, there's too many zombies. Too many, too many zombies. zombies. Not enough time. So I won't watch Fear, but I will watch the three miniseries that they have coming out with Daryl and the guys. Well, I'm excited to see if they hold up to the original. But until then, we have to get to... The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, it's the holidays. Yes, and you are probably shopping or should be shopping. I have so many packages. Have you opened them? No. And wrapped them? Nope, nope. I have not wrapped. I, that is my, probably my least favorite thing about really? the holidays. I have to wrap so many yeah. presents. This is when you call your buddy Vicky and she will come over. You give her a beverage <laughs> and she will wrap everything oh, very nicely. Oh, that's a great idea. Actually, I really, treat. I really do like wrapping presents. Really? I, well, Vicky, I might have to call you. Yeah. I am, oh my gosh, you should see what happens to my tape dispenser. You know when you're ripping the little tape off and it gets stuck and then it sticks to itself and then you got to peel it back again? Oh my God. So what you're saying is if I sit you there and like tell you your job is to rip pieces of tape off and hand them to me, that's not going to be a good thing? Nope. Okay. Rage. Cutting scissors or cutting uh, wrapping paper with scissors. Rage. Folding things. Rage. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, it's so, like especially if you watch the videos on how to wrap. Oh, there are videos for this? Like for fun, like wrapping, or if you cut a piece of paper too short and you uh, need to fit your package, there's oh. tricks to it. Oh, my. If you thought I hated the Lord of the Rings series, you never <laughs> saw a package. Or what do you call it? It's Christmas wrapping with I, Joey Deese. I just think it's a brother thing. My brother can't wrap for crap. Maybe. It might be genetic. BJ, do you like wrapping gifts? I mean, I do it. That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I'm at my 31-year-old brother, not my four-year-old brother. Oh, your four-year-old brother's great. He's really great. Oh, yeah, he's really great. He just opens it up again. Uh, <laughs> but the Nerdist actually has come out with multiple like holiday-themed guides, whether it's like 10 great graphic novels that make great gifts for kids or oh, nice. a guide to holiday-themed pop culture gifts or stuff like that. And so there was one that they did do. It's the holiday gift guide for the tabletop gamer. <gasps> hey, that's me. I should pay attention. Okay, go. I will say there are quite a few of uh, RPGs on here, which I don't really think is your guys' jam typically. Uh, Yeah, I don't usually do a lot of RPGs. But there are a few that are not, or just either gifts in general, but I will kind of go through them and see if you guys have heard of some of these. There is one. It is an RPG starter set. It's called Animal Adventures. Oh. No, yes, no. I don't uh, know. It is from Steamforge Games. It's a, a Persian cat warlock, a Labrador fighter. What else do we have to say? Animal Adventures from Steamforge Games is a 5E supplement that is ideal for kids or casual ah. players new to the Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, my roomie just got her son a book on Dungeons and Dragons for like beginners. Uh, yeah. So, so fifth, start them young. So, fifth edition is what they're saying. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it an elephant. 
I've uh, oh, there needs to be an yeah. elephant. But some of the pictures, the, the dogs and the cats on here are pretty fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be going down that road. Yeah. Uh, J- Josh, right now from the Omega Gamers and the BGA Board Game Alliance, has got me into Oathsworn, which is uh, which basically is a it, it is an RPG game, but mm-hmm. but you have a dungeon master plus there are voice actors that uh, narrate oh, the thing. Okay, and uh, that Oathsworn is we're having a lot of fun with that. Really, really love that game. I would I like it better than Gloomhaven. So there, boom. Here is another gift for your tabletop gaming friends. It is called Arcadia. What is this? Well, MCDM Productions knocks it out of the park. Every month they come out with a digital magazine called Arcadia and invites some of the TTRPG community's best and brightest talents to contribute. So the cover art alone is worth every penny and inside you'll find D&D 5e adventures, subclasses, NPCs, and more incredible campaign content. So you can definitely do a digital gift card for one of your... uh, board game buddies yeah well there's a lot of folks that love the D world mm-hmm. so that's another great gift for them as well as there is campaign case terrain for the you know D yeah person in your life. people do like that those dungeon masters love throwing the good terrain out all right so this is another uh it's an indie ttrpg and now i don't remember what tt is before the tabletop RPG. tabletop okay that is what that is i, I thought it feel meant. like it should be right but it's called crescendo of violence or crescendo of violence oh. i kind of like that name but it's a, a neo neon, not neo neon noir role playing game. Oh, all right. So I had to look into it because I'm like, this looks really pretty. <laughs> but it's 2093 Neo New York, a dystopian technological marvel where concrete high rises brim with holographic neon as gilded mob bosses, flashy CEOs, and famous vid stars all strive to consolidate their power over the masses. And while the rain reflects the neon, it never washes away the grime and filth of the streets. Yeah. So welcome to a world of synth jazz and cybernetics where the status quo grinds down the hardworking man and vat gown clone alike or grown clone alike. So this seems uh, like a gangster meets, um, what is that one? Uh, Feels like a little cyberpunky. Cyberpunk, but I was, that's the one with uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, but the new one, the 19, was it Blade Runner? Blade Runner 2047, maybe? Something like that. 42? Yeah, twenty something like that. Something like that. I'm going to check. Yeah, check it out. But it looks. Or is it it 24? Oh, two. It's Blade 2049. We're all oh, wrong. Oh, 2420. Oh, so I was closest, though. Yeah. yeah. I win the price is right. Woo! Dang. It was 2049? Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I, I, I watched the little movie that two years before that where they were thinking about it. Uh, skipping through to one of these. This is kind of cool. It is a D&D thing, but perform an insight check on yourself. Is it possible with How to Be More D&D by Kat Kruger, whether you're buying this handy for your handy little tome for yourself, your friend, or your secret Santa, every kind of reader can benefit from adding more adventure to their lives. Personality quizzes based on character classes, advice for navigating the difficult terrain of real life, gorgeous art, and more make this book one to pick up again and again. Ooh, that's interesting. I, I know there's some folks I've seen at conventions that use gaming to basically help you in the behavioral science department. That's this, interesting. This All might right. be something to check out, especially if you have a, a D&D nerd in your life. Uh, they do have one. I haven't played any of these. I've seen them. The art's pretty fun. It's called Marvel Dice Throne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you had a chance to play this one? I this have not played it, but I've seen it. The OP games. It's If you don't like dice games, this is not going to be up your alley. <laughs> yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Dice Throne games, because I think they were just regular, there was regular Dice Throne that didn't have any IP established, mm-hmm. and then they were able to get Marvel. It's basically... Uh, it's like Yahtzee with a mm-hmm. theme, and but it's really cool. Uh, and that's kind of what this is. You get to pit your favorite characters, Marvel characters, against each other. 
Uh, there is, uh, it does give a lot of information. It's kind of a pricey game, though. It's like a hundred dollars. Whoops. Whoa. Well, you know, marvelous. Uh, you know, you got to pay for that IP. That's, uh, the battle, the battle chest. So it looks like that is the big, big version with well, different heroes. Well, that'd be a nice gift to get somebody. Yeah, it's fun. It, 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 I mean, if you like Yahtzee, this this turns it on its ear. Get to roll a lot of dice. You, you know, you have a lot of abilities that you get to unlock and do stuff. Uh, at least I remember from the original dice throwing game that I played. These next two games, I'm very intrigued by. One of them being Phantom Inc. So it's a party game perfect for that one friend who always keeps an Ouija, a Ouija board in their closet because oh. we all have one of those friends. Okay. It, uh, the beautifully thematic deduction game is for four to eight players divided into two teams. Ooh. One player is the spirit and the other are the mediums. And the spirit shares clues about a secret object to the mediums and hopes that one will guess it. Use as few letters as possible to discover the secret object and your team wins. Oh, that's interesting. There's, uh, I've, there's been a lot of games that are like that where you've got to sort of figure it out as a team. I like party games. I do, too. Uh, this other one, we all have played Pandemic, correct? Yes. Yep. We all like when they do different variations of games we like. Like, for example, we I, I don't think I'll ever play Catan again, but I really enjoyed Star Trek Catan, and I would play that again. How about Star Wars The Clone Wars, a Pandemic system game? I had no idea this existed. Yeah, I it don't is, I don't think I know about this either. It is basically pandemic Star Wars. <laughs> wow, I, I don't like the, this. I wonder if it's relatively new because I I don't I've not heard of this. So it says the the tabletop game takes Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Yoda and more to key locations in the Clone War, Wars conflict and they'll face your favorite prequel villains in battles to reclaim the planet from their control. Missions are named after iconic episodes of the Clone Wars, a delightful detail for longtime fans of the animated series. Yeah, according to Amazon, it was released this year. All right, there you go. Surprise. I had no idea about this because that looks kind of fun, and I'm totally down to play it if anybody ever has it. There you go. BJ's a Sith. And it's got 7.8 on BGG, so. That ain't bad. One to five players, by the way. And then another one. If you know Pandemic and you like that whole system, I'm sure it's not too far off of it. Huge fan because I mean I played it and saw what it what it does and said okay you know and I and and I was for a while but then I was like okay Uh, you know it's 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 a game that sometimes you know it can be the alpha player that can tell everybody what to do and you're like okay well I I, and any cooperative game is always tough if you unless they make it in such a way that people can't tell you what to do because they have to take care of their own character Mm -hmm. so much they couldn't tell you what to do with yours and therefore the discussions just based like what would be good for the group. Uh, another reason why I like Oathsworn. It's mm. the same thing. Nobody can tell me what to do with my character. Though, so we have discussions about what do you think we should do as a group? And, uh, <laughs> you know, so, eh, but who knows? Maybe they've solved some of that with this uh, Star Wars pandemic. So I'm going to post this link so you can see all the different gift guides they have because they have one for pretty much anyone. If you're a science nerd, if yep. you are a, like the creepy stuff, they have one for you too. Oh, Joe, you're creepy. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> but we hope you have a wonderful holiday. And stay nerdy.